theoretically possible. Why waste time? But it doesn't make any sense. Discovery Houston press to ATO. Three, two, one. Welcome back, friends. Welcome, world. Welcome, Quinn. How's it going today? Today is a grand day. Today's a productive day. For sure. We're going to be swinging hard for some pitches, some fastball pitches. Yeah, even those curveballs, even those sliders. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think today we're talking about, you know, we're going to see where this conversation goes, actually. We're going to just be talking about the, uh, the concept of like how your thoughts and your yeah what you think about and what you feel and what you feel like how those really do end up shaping your life and your perspective and you know long term and short term of course Mm. you know there's ups and downs in in the human experience of life of course but overall right what how do your thoughts and feelings and even your interests what you think about it's a pretty profound idea that if you really you know contemplate it for a moment that your thoughts really do end up shaping the life and the way that you see the world. Mm-hmm. Is it your thoughts that influence your feelings or your feelings that influence your thoughts or is it equally back and forth? Oh, that's a good question. I think, well, I think that your thoughts can certainly shape your feelings, right? Yeah. So say your your thoughts are, are relatively negative. You're very conspiratorial. You think that everyone's out, you know, there's there's a negative, at, like if, I feel like there's like a negative way of thinking mm-hmm. about everything. You could take anything, right? You could say, you look at even just like at um, an inanimate object like an apple, right? Mm-hmm. And you could yeah. probably argue in your mind, create thoughts of how this apple is bad or good, right? Mm. And so I think, you know, especially in an age where, you know, truth seems to be more and more difficult to pin down because there's so many different thoughts and perspectives on everything. I mean, seriously, you could have two people looking at the exact same thing and they could think totally different thoughts yeah. about that one same thing that they're looking at well, it's like the psychologist test where they present to you the image you know the one yeah. that's just paint and you fold the paper in half and it looks like a blob yep. and they're like what do you see within this and i think that's very insightful to see how people perceive something without any specific uh image that's behind it yeah. it's true perception that they're measuring there yeah and if you're seeing it in a negative light maybe you're feeling that way as well yeah that's that's really interesting they do seem to be entangled and intertwined i'm not sure which one comes what first right like Mm -hmm. i don't i i actually don't know this it'd be really interesting to actually read into some of the research on that psychologically i know that feelings emotions are some of the most you know elusive and difficult variables to measure when we're really mm. looking and under, trying to understand the human mind. But, you know, I, I, I really do think that it's important to recognize and remember, I mean, really, you, what kind of a life do you really want to live, mm. right? I, I think that long term, your thoughts, it, it's, it's similar to, you know, you become uh, the person like that you surround your, yourself with, right? The mm-hmm. five people that you surround yourself with. It's yeah. what do you do on a daily basis? How do you see certain things? What do you allow to come into your life and what do you block out? Right. Mm. And I do think that there, there is obviously there's a, but there's a lot of arguments to that in general. Right. I mean, there's right. the argument of like ignorance is bliss and in some ways, yeah, maybe it is. Right. Yeah. You, I can only imagine having a job where you have to like actually go and see, you know, the worst of humanity where people are, you know, 
you know, murdering and stuff like that. I feel like that's like the worst of worst thing that you would have to encounter on a daily basis if that yeah. was your job. For for you personally and probably a lot of our listeners, I mean, for some that might be a yeah. really good fulfilling job as well. It right. depends on how it's perceived. That's very true. And I, and, and it's so it's really interesting. That's a perfect example, right? Because those people who are doing the job, I'm so grateful that they're there, right? Mm-hmm. It's a perfect Trying fit to, for someone. It is a perfect fit for someone. Um, but I think that the, we do have these like defensive mechanisms in our brain to basically um, either allow things to to come in or prevent them from coming in mm-hmm. also. And I guess we, you know, in whatever form of agency we have, I don't know what the level of agency we have really to control our emotions, feelings, and thoughts, whatever level we have, if we can try to be more positive than mm. not, yeah. I think that's the better. I mean, have you ever, have you ever met someone who is like very, like my growing up, like my favorite character was Winnie the Pooh and mm-hmm. one of the characters in that, you know, the book and the show and the movies and stuff like that was Eeyore, yeah. right? Where it was like very sad. Everything was always really sad. Yeah, and gloomy. Very gloomy. Have you ever met anyone like that too? I do know a few people that are like that. And you ask them how their day's going. And it's so consistent that they're going to shed, you know, it's, it's not a great day. The weather's not good. Whatever it is, it's not great. And yeah. they're just skimming by. And yeah, it is kind of a, it, it does feel like a, negative cycle that people can get caught into and perhaps the more you participate in it the more it affects you long term it right. becomes habitual right but exactly oh, i i would i would think so obviously mm-hmm. not we haven't researched this but this is just a this is just anecdotal yeah of course but I, I i think that it's an interesting point because of course we've all had those days right mm-hmm. I, I really know for sure that i have had those days where it's like even if it's a beautiful sunny day outside i'm not gonna like the day you know Mm -hmm. like i'll be able to figure out like all the reasons why it's not going to be a beautiful awesome day right Right. i hate when that happens Mm. and so you know you and i have really spoken about um through several different episodes of the different ways that we cope with that right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that includes exercise it includes you know watching what we put in our bodies and then it also is meditation you know and Mm -hmm. a lot of different things that we can do to kind of help get ourselves out of that right um but for sure I think one would would rather be happier than the opposite overall. Mm. But I do think what you said is is probably is pretty profound. Is the more you allow that to continue through your life, that negative strand of of thinking. And of course, I I, I don't think that you know someone should have to think all about sunshine and rainbows all the mm-hmm. time. That's like not. We real. could try though. You could try. But I think I'd rather be with someone who tries to do that than the opposite. Of course. Now, here's a question. Would you rather be with someone who is like that versus someone who's more realist? Well, I think that's where the negative aspect does come in, where it's like you have to understand that there are negative things out there for a reason. I think mm. that there's almost like the, the negative thoughts maybe. I mean, if you want, we can dive into that a little bit is just why are those negative feelings there? What's what is behind it? Right. Mm. Is it something that you haven't dealt with from your past psychologically? Is it something that you're like, is something in your environment affecting you on a daily basis that like, I don't know, you're not getting enough vitamin D or something. How how much of it do you think is synthesized as in like you're creating it yourself versus Mm. it's actually there? Well, that's a really good question. I guess it depends on what's going on. Yes. If, it, if it's feeling, I would say often feeling, well, feelings can for sure come from some f- physical pain. Yes. And then in that sense, I would say that's definitely there. 
but a feeling like a negative feeling that's initiated by a thought that's where you're creating it yourself so in that in that sense what 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 what's the best way to kind of go about it because i am looking at this as maybe i'm trying to figure it out in like a visual model yeah is the cycle this negative cycle is it feelings and then they those go to the negative thoughts and then those go back to feelings and i guess this could also be a positive tornado cycle upwards yeah, as well sure. but or is it the feelings lead to more negative feelings and negative thoughts lead to more negative thoughts and it's like two cycles within a much bigger cycle. Yeah, no, it's interesting. I can almost visualize it as you're talking. I was trying. I think, you know, I, I do believe, you know, like I said at the beginning, thoughts can be either positive or negative. They're not, I don't think that they're inherently negative or positive. I think it's the mm-hmm. perspective that you see them, yeah. the lens in which you're viewing So maybe you're perception them. would be right in the center of the thoughts one. Can't can't necessarily always be in the center of the feeling one. No. Because like we said, physical pain hurts and yeah. you can pers- you could try to perceive your finger being chopped off as not <laughs> painful or not a negative feeling but that's a negative feeling well you know it's interesting because i think you know we uh, we kind of understand what the physical pain really feels like but we don't really we can't really exactly explain and and science hasn't really gotten there yet either in mm. terms of uh, psychological pain there's there's psychological pain that we can't see people mm. may look like they're perfectly fine right. but they have some sort of pain that they're dealing with and it could be short term it could be long term um I, but you know i think that when you're in those kind of cycles right sometimes it's really important to just do your best to break out of it i, yeah. I feel like sometimes it feels it can feel daunting and you kind of just almost you push it to the, uh, not you, but like one can push it to the point where it's like, why am I thinking about this at this point? This has been over an hour of me mm-hmm. just thinking about this negative thing. Sometimes that's why we talk about like, it's it's important to like break break with the environment, like change your environment or do something else, right? Yeah. Put the phone down if that's, if that's really not, like taking you down into a negative kind of a rabbit hole of like, how do people th- perceive me or think about me, right? Yeah. I think that it's, it's definitely important to just do your best to try to pull out of it. I, so, I don't know why. I mean, unless you're really trying to get to the other side through feeling all the feels that those negative feelings have. Yeah, feelings are a good thing. Yeah. Feelings are definitely a good thing. But to get yourself out of it, I don't think it's the feelings that allow you to get out of it as much as it's your thoughts. Yeah. You have control of what you think about. Yeah. And Sometimes it's really difficult to shift from a negative mindset to a positive mindset. But I really believe that if you, you know, take some time and meditate or like listen to music or do something to get your mind out of the gutter or out of that negative zone, you can you can change those feelings of, you know, pain and insecurity or whatever it is into positive and then you can flip your day around because sure. if you get stuck in it that's the worst if you're stuck in the gutter it's not going to get much butter no it's really not that's a good one <laughs> i well i think that you know just getting back to even the the concept that we started with is like how do your thoughts shape your life mm-hmm. i think this is a huge part of it obviously right i mean if you can pull yourself out and for me one of the other things i think we've talked about it before but i'll just say it again is you know for me sometimes it is about focusing on something like that is outside of me that makes me feel like almost small. Like, what are you like? We tend to think like, you know, our brain, our brain and our body is like, 
it's, it's hard to detach ourselves from that. So we think like whatever thoughts we're having in our mind seems so much bigger than they actually are, but no mm-hmm. one else understands what you're thinking about, right? right? Outside of you. So like, I like to have either, I like to dive into some sort of a project or I like to like learn about something that is so mind bending that totally distracts me. Like, mm. you know, quantum physics or something like that, you know, where I'm just like, man, there's so much mystery out there in the world. This is all good. Like who cares about this one thing? You know, maybe I, Maybe you're, I mean, it could be as silly as something that you you had a conversation with someone, you, you're thinking about it and you're like, oh, I kind of wish I would have said this instead of that or whatever. Well, see, you know? that, that's a really interesting uh, idea that you brought up. How much of reframing your thoughts is distracting your brain Yeah. versus shifting it to focus on something else? Well, no, I guess it's the same thing if you think about it like that. Yeah. You're, you're distracting your brain from the negative thoughts by forcefully focusing on something else. Yeah. And whether that other thing that you're focusing on is positive thoughts or just literally something else like quantum physics, you're still achieving the same goal. Yeah. I think that just do what you need to do. And and, and to me, that's, I go to like, yeah, like science or something that just, I know it sounds silly, but it's like something that makes me feel like, okay, there's something way bigger out there than me than these little tiny thoughts, you Hmm, know? That's very interesting. Yeah. I, I, I find comfort in, in the fact that like when I'm really worried about something that, you know, life is going to go on regardless, like time will pass by, yeah. this will heal. And, and I think that maybe one thing to just say here is like, I, I know that some people can really avoid dealing with certain things. Like there, it's important to understand like why you're having those thoughts or those emotions sometimes also, mm-hmm. because sometimes it's a signal that you really do need to like take care of it or you need to yeah. address it head on, right? right? What is going on? And, and the one thing you don't want to do and, when you do have to address something is procrastinate, put it off yeah. and distract yourself with something else because you don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Sometimes people need a little bit more time to do that. But right. in, in the end, the only way to truly heal is to like deal with that. But if it's, yeah. if it's something in, in a, in a positive way, yes. you don't want it to build up into a lot of pressure and then later become an explosion. Yeah. And so the best way to do it is to have a little bit of a vent, you know, whether it's time with your journal or talking with someone ideally like a third party or someone that's completely uninfluenced by your conversation about it. And that can help you ease the pressure to enable you to keep going. And then, you know, life is just a bunch of feelings. Is is life just a bunch of feelings and thoughts? The human experience certainly is. And there's a lot of different chemicals in our brains and in our body that The human experience is, oh my gosh, here we we go. We don't know if if all other species have emotions. I think that's one thing that we still have yet to discover. I mean, some we know what we think. Well, what do you think? I mean, since you brought up the human experience, what about animals? Yeah, I mean, I think that there obviously have been observations of different species, like from birds, like ravens, who actually mourn the death mm. of someone in their, you know, in their family or in their group. Yeah. Um, there are definitely, you know, you could, we tend to anthropomorphize also a lot, which means that we we place, you know, human characteristics on animals to kind of make us feel like more connected and think that oh, they're they're happy or they're making love or whatever yeah. they're doing, you know. Yeah. Um, but but I think, obviously, I don't know the extent of, the, of that research with animals, but I, I do think there's something to do with yeah, consciousness and emotions. But emotions, if you really go down to like, you know, the way back in the day uh, when humans were emerging as our own species, I mean, emotions were also a signal of like, you know, 
time to t- time to get the heck out of here, right? Mm, yeah. Time to change something up, right? right. So, like it was a warning for survival a lot mm-hmm. of times, or there was comfort, like it's okay, you can relax, right? And yeah. Because a human can't go on just constantly fighting or fl- or freezing or or you know, the thing is, is I think right now when we're we have so many other stimuli around us, it we don't really know what's dangerous, what's not, and it's hard to discern all the different things that we experience on a daily basis in this modern world, especially when we have mm. the internet, we have the TV, we have so So a lot much. of distractions. Yeah. With access to all these distractions, are we simply just putting our own feelings to the side and exchanging them for other thoughts? Yeah, well, I, you know, we, we also read a lot of, you know, stories recently of people who were just totally normal, nice kids, and then they end up, you know, going on some website and like really feeling connected to some sort of ideology that ends up being not very nice Mm -hmm. about other people, right? Right. About another group of individuals or they, it's like they join something and they're like, where did that, how did that happen, right? Mm -hmm. We have the ability when we're seeking purpose and we don't know what that purpose is to sometimes seek in the wrong direction or whatnot. And I, I think that it's just, like I said, I think it's really hard to navigate through all the different things as almost like people feel like they get lost. Like, what could I do? What do I not want to do? Hmm. You know, it, I feel like sometimes emotions get conjured up because we are seeking something we just don't know how to get yet, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just we're overwhelmed by the amount of options that we have or we are just not really understanding what our place in this in this modern world really is. Hmm. Um, or do you think that's one of the most typical negative thoughts that people have? I think, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's the most typical, but I know that that's definitely common, especially when you, you go online and you see people. I mean, we, when we were kids, we were, we were not looking at our, we didn't have phones. We weren't looking at our phones, like mm. to see what other friends were doing. We'd have to yeah. go and play and hang out with them. So you're referring to us specifically when we were kids, yeah. not, <laughs> not everyone. Not everyone. Well, I mean, of course, like, you know, the baby boomers and whatnot, we'll all agree with that. But I think that now today, when you look at your phone, if you want to know what someone's doing, it's probably easier than ever. But is it really the honest version of what what's going on in their life most likely not we Mm. we've had these conversations about social media and what that does to people's insecurities and how they feel like they have to keep score they have to you know make sure that they're putting out there like this really great image of themselves and and you know what however other people interpret that i think it's just a lot you know it's a lot especially if you're developing as a as a a kid you know Mm -hmm. that's a lot to handle um but even as an adult too right if if you're if you've never really had the ability to see what everyone else is doing mm-hmm. and now you do and you feel compelled to actually, you know, be what if I don't know if it's competitive or what, whatever it is to show people what your thoughts are and what you're doing. Hmm. I feel like it almost is a lot of times social media is almost reiterating something that is not very healthy for us, which is like really just thinking about me, 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 the ego. Hmm. Right. And I yeah. feel like that, that kind of t- ties with what I was saying about like get out of yourself. Like it's not just about distracting yourself with like scrolling through social media, right? I mean, you just don't really want to go and get distracted for distraction's sake. Because I mean, you know, I I just think that really kind of taking a moment to really get out of your own mind, get out of your own way, stop Mm -hmm. thinking about me, 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 I, I, I. Hmm. And for a moment, even if it's just for a moment, I think that it will just change one's perspective. It does that for me at least. And I, I, I do think if we get too caught up in, in the competition of, of, of what am I doing? What is me, me, me? 
you're kind of missing it, right? Mm, yeah. And and if if it's you know social interaction that you're missing um, and that you need, then go and get that. You yeah, know, yeah. we are social, we are a social species. We really are, and we we need that. And I know that this has been a really hard time for some people who haven't been able to really reach out and, and be with other people. But I th- I really think that you know our our thoughts and that spiral can really occur because we're just thinking about ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if, if you could just pause for a moment and stop thinking about just yourself and go outside and it could be going outside or just, you know, thinking about anything else besides you. Hmm. It really does help. At least well, it's, it does it's for me. It's hard though, because distraction is almost like the easiest way to not think about something. You know, we're limited in what we can focus on. So distractions like an easy one. If you can, go and watch a movie and get lost in the movie, congratulations, you got out of the negative spiral of of feelings and thoughts. But I think what I'm hearing is you're suggesting like actually go and find positive feelings, whether it be with other people. So it's not necessarily a distraction of getting lost in something to almost like numb yourself, but it's actually trying to go beyond that where you're trying to actually flip it to a positive feeling. So it's, it's not just removing yourself from the negative thoughts to just feel, um, I don't know, more comfortable, but it's actually trying to engage with those feelings of happiness. Yeah, exactly. I, I, it could be something as simple as volunteering too. I think a lot of times if you, if you are having a hard time really trying to get yourself feeling good about yourself or whatever it is that you're thinking about. Um, go, it's the easiest thing in the world to actually make someone else's day better. Right. <laughs> sometimes, you know, it's as simple as a smile on the street sometimes, or it's as simple as going and seeing, like, I think gratitude is a huge part of, of helping one get out of a negative cycle too. And right. that's one thing you and I do quite often is r- review what we're grateful for. Right. Um, at least three, t- three different things that we're grateful for on a daily basis. And that gratitude can come from either yeah reflecting on that yourself or going out and seeing life in a different way because you know you and I and I think about this a lot we've seen the way that people live around the world mm-hmm. very differently than how we've lived in America mm-hmm. and some of those people are the happiest people in the world right. and how does that happen how does it happen that you live in a really great uh, you know apartment in New York City or San Francisco you have a great job you have all the things and you're still not happy. What's going on here, right? Hmm. Like what's going, what's going on? And it's not to just discount people's emotions and feelings because maybe they have to deal with something that's internal that they ha- are just trying to figure out. But mm-hmm. I think helping someone else, helping others, is a really great way to get out of that as well because it just reminds you, like, look, we're all connected. We all can help each other out in some small way, mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily distraction for numbing. I don't mm-hmm. think that's what I'm, I, I wouldn't say that's what I, I, that's not what I want or need. I wouldn't say it's about numbing. It's about, you know, learning about something new like quantum physics or something like that, that just like amazes me or it's, mm. or it's actually, yeah. Enthralling myself into a project that maybe I, I have been putting off or I, I haven't done yet. Hmm. And I want to f- feel like I can actually do something productive, you know, yeah. for me, you know, something that I feel like maybe not, it's not for someone else. Cause mm-hmm. I, I know sometimes I felt, you know, I feel like I'm doing all this stuff for other people, you know, and, but then on the other flip side of that is like, well, I want to do something to help other people who actually really need it too. So I want to go back to that. Like you were talking about volunteering. The thing about negative thoughts is sometimes they come out of nowhere or like a negative feeling leads to negative thoughts and just like, darn it. 
stubbed my toe. Now I'm in a negative spiral. It's kind of difficult to, to go and be an instant volunteer at some place or another. But it isn't that difficult to do your, like, what are you grateful for? Or yeah. it's really easy to go and put on a, a read a book on uh, quantum physics or watch a documentary on it. But with the volunteering one, I do think that's an interesting, like, idea to get you to be in a more positive mindset. But that's something that more often is, like, scheduled. You know, you have to right. plan it out. So I'm wondering, do you think by participating in those types of activities on a weekly, daily, monthly basis, it keeps you more in the positive mindset? I'm yeah. Like, I'm just trying to make sense of that. I, I think so. At least... This is just my own feelings. I think that, yeah, and making sure that giving back is a part of your life will mm-hmm. change your life. <laughs> when it's not just all about me, 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 what can I do for myself? That's a little bit like, it's just about stepping outside of yourself. And it's not to get the accolades for helping other people either. Mm. It's about actually genuinely just having that human experience that you're helping another human. I, and I don't think actually you don't, you can volunteer in a more scheduled way for sure with nonprofits and whatnot, but also... I mean, you can, if there's a, you know, a group of homeless people who you drive by or walk by on a daily basis and they're always there and you've never really taken the time to, you know, do anything, you can make a meal, buy a meal, bring it to them. You know, that Mm -hmm. could be something as simple as that, or it could be, I don't know. I, I feel like just being out outside and just observing and just realizing that, you know, this, my thoughts are inside of my head. Not everyone else understands what's going on and life moves on around Mm -hmm. me. Right. I feel like that's a really important perspective to have is that, and that's one of the reasons why I love going on walks. Cause it's like, you know what, everyone, I I always think, what are they talking about? What is it? What's their story? What's their story? I love people watching. Um, because you know, everyone has these experiences and these emotions, but not everyone can actually detect that the other per- person is feeling or thinking that other way. And in a way, because it's really just all in my own head, mm. it kind of is refreshing. Like, you know what? <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. Life goes on beyond this. And so I will too. I will move on beyond this. And mm-hmm. I have to. And so, because t- to be honest, I think you also have to make a little bit of a choice too. Like what kind of a person do you really want to be? You don't have, do you want to be a negative person? Do you want to be a positive person? You could be a rational optimist. You can do all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, your, your thoughts and emotions and the way that you handle them really do shape how you perceive and interact, perceive the world and interact with other people. Hmm. So, do, so would you, based on what you were saying, I think that you're saying that no matter what, with time, you'll get through these negative feelings and yeah. thoughts. So is the question just how do I fast forward through these negative thoughts as quick as possible so I can get back on the positive side of things? I would say so. I mean, the worst thing that could ever happen is that you stay stuck in them because you don't do what's necessary to get out of them before it's too late. Mm. Um, and, and it's, you know, everyone's brain, brain chemistry is, is different, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but I think that the sooner you can do it, whether that is just as simple as going for a walk or taking, you know, just doing whatever it is that can get you outside of your own thoughts. Maybe make you present perhaps. Yeah. I think that being present is actually a huge part of it. And Mm -hmm. uh, one of those things, well, one of the the other side of this too, that we were talking about is if there is something that you need to handle that you're just kind of not wanting to deal with, that you're just thinking about over and over again, that you just need to just get out of your life, then do that because Mm -hmm. that's preventing you from being present. 
Mm. right? You're just thinking about it. It's just churning in your head. So do what, if that, if there's something directly, if there's like an argument with a friend or a family member or whatever it is, coworker, just deal with it as kind, kindly as possible, right? Well, do you so, deal with yourself. it immediate or do you, like when you're saying deal with it, is it more of like addressing it or taking a step back and dealing it with your own mind before you actually deal with it in the real world? <laughs> yeah, I think that it is, it's addressing it. And if, if depending on the circumstance, yeah, it might be necessary for you to take a step back and really mm-hmm. let your emotions cool off first, but you have to eventually deal with it, right? Yeah. And then move on. Well, you don't eventually have to technically, but you're suggesting that it's most beneficial to everyone to address their problems at some point. Yeah, in, ever, in whatever way, shape, or form. I, I think that the, the, the main point is, is that you don't want to carry or harbor these negative things, these negative feelings and thoughts mm. about yourself and about... It's just a burden that I, I don't know why anyone wants to bear that. Yeah. You know, it's like heavy. Don't you want to be lighter? Don't you want to feel like it's okay? I've and, and of course, yeah, maybe a confrontation is not always the best way of handling it. Yeah. Maybe it is just healing it yourself. But either way, it's important to just remember that your thoughts do end up shaping your life and your perspective and um, the person that you are. And so just think about that, especially mm. when you are going through, w- whether it's a low or a high or whatever, usually just in a low. I think that's mainly yeah. what we were talking about here. Just like, how can you get on the other side of it? Because time yeah. will pass. And if you really want to, you can get through it. And if you want to be a happy, good, positive person, then make it a priority to, to get through it. Mm. That's beautiful. That's a perfect way to conclude and let everyone just soak that in because <laughs> we are, we are honestly, we're a reflection of our thoughts and our feelings. And so might as well be your best self by feeling your best self and thinking about the best things in life yeah life's too short we only have so many trips around the sun so you know make them great make them great everyone thank you all for joining us we always appreciate you we can't wait to talk to you tomorrow hope you have a great day talk to you tomorrow bye